0: This is Arbitrarily Deterministic on KeithFM.com, the show where we talk to people who are blurring the lines between art, technology, and popular culture. Most of the time, the people that I'm talking to are generative artists, which just means that they use... um, computers or other tools in order to create art. A lot of times that stuff is bought and sold um, in um, marketplaces on the blockchain on various blockchains, Ethereum or Tezos. A lot of times when I talk to these people, I'm talking to them about projects that they have released as NFTs, which are by nature financialized products. And Everything we say is for entertainment and information purposes only and is not meant as financial advice in any way. So, yeah, <clears throat> there's that disclaimer shit. If you like the show, there's a nice little button there that says donate. You can press that button, donate from the PayPal. Or if you are listening and you have a Tez wallet, you can send me donations to I Don't like podcasts.tez, which was so wonderfully donated by our good friend Ozzy from the FX Hash Discord, who I am very disappointed to tell everybody is not actually a cat. Anyway, today's guest is Hey Hal0999. I saw Hal's work recently uh, on the FX Hash and It was a piece called Anti-Leptin Factory, and it blew my mind, and I was really excited whenever I saw it because it over and over sort of like explodes, expands, and contracts, and does all this crazy shit, and I was like, man, that's really, really fucking cool, and it continues to do it, and so that's what I was was really into, and it was uh, due to Paul that I saw this in the first place. Anyway, without further ado, hi, Hal. I can. Uh, Thanks for having me in the show. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Why do I have you on the show?
1: Hi. Uh, That's a good question. I I can only uh, know what you told me you're intrigued. And from what I read on Twitter, you're not the only one to be intrigued by what I do. So maybe we'll find some answers or... good question about it now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's cool i mean for me i can tell you my little part of why because i just did i saw that anti lepton factory and was like that shit's fucking crazy i want to know how and why you did that what was the what, what are you doing with that thing huh um
1: uh it's a result of some experimentations uh i have a practice of um like exploring uh, what's fundamental uh, in, in us, like as humans, as identity, as so- society. Uh, and also coming from uh, scientific uh, studies, I know some physics stuff and I know that scientists are, uh, are full of answers, but really good scientists have lots of questions that are more interesting. And that's um, awesome. And and for anti lepton factory, uh, it's a continuation of uh, three or four uh, works I published before on FxH, uh, using a system of particles. So uh, there are small little dots that evolve in three D space, and they are subjected to some invisible forces. So. Uh, Just in this, there are a lot of things to talk about, but um, I make uh, this primitive expansion thing that explode and this primordial inflation that also explodes. uh, And I think it's uh, a good um, tool. Uh, Computers are a good tool to make some quasi-scientific experiments about big question like what's a Big Bang? Were where, where, where there something before? Um, will it be something after us? And like, there are big, big question obviously, but um, when I did scientific studies, I was kind of frightened, scared uh, by the emptiness of this gigantic universe we live in. So uh, I didn't uh, follow the astrophysics stuff, but it's still fascinating for me. So uh, these are the results of some experiments I make. Mm
0: -hmm. And so you're interested, say like, you know, Seifert has also created a a piece called Ethereal Microcosm that happens to be in the show Systematic Premeditation that's here in the gallery. And it also kind of focuses on that idea, right? So Mm -hmm. like it, but it comes from, it begins from nothing and goes out and becomes all kinds of other shit. Um, Sort of (laughs) like cells do. And I've noticed that in your current works in progress, you're kind of going the other way with it. You're kind of like having all of these planets and this beautiful thing and they're kind of being sucked in and going kind of maybe into a black hole of some kind. So it's like the reverse. (laughs) Yeah. And some some way (laughs) it's it's uh in fact it's the same
1: process at work because um um from our current knowledge we don't know if we think that time is not something we can reverse like you have the three dimension the three macroscopic dimension like uh uh, force behind left right up down and we have this fourth dimension that is time uh, in yeah. relativity th- theories. But uh, we think uh, time is not re- uh, you can't reverse time. So it's fun for me I think to use a, a computer to make this kind of simulation and see how do you reverse time or do you reverse entropy uh, like you have this messy uh, thing with a lot of dots everywhere and you go to back to its origin and uh, I find it fun and very interesting to see things in rivers like uh, Bill Viola's videos are very slow and playing with this dimension uh, is something that uh, digital art and multimedia art in general uh, allows. So. We have the tool, and we can have fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like watching things in reverse, is a pretty fun. Listening to things in reverse, watching things in reverse. Yeah, playing stuff backwards is kind of interesting. You know, here in in I have this bar, and and we do sometimes movies or shows or whatever. One guy um did a night called Moves Weirdly, and he would take a film and he would render yeah. it backwards, and then put the put the uh, titles, the subtitles. At the in the proper scenes. So when you're reading it, you're reading like the movie backwards. So one time, one of them was like Top Gun. <laughs> so it's,
1: it's like all these planes <laughs> fighting backwards and shit. That's a good choice for kind of experiments.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. And then also another one was like the Highlander. You know, there must be two instead of, you know, there can only be one because the film goes in reverse. Then we, we did like Over the Top, which is like a crazy... Um, uh, arm wrestling movie where Sylvester Stallone and like watching people arm wrestle in reverse is really fucking weird because they're taking the whoop, you know. And then we also did cocktail where they were spitting shots back into the shot glasses. I know uh, no, the whole thing this is crazy. amazing. Yeah, it's super fun to do shit like that. So I can understand your fascination with watching these things go the other direction. And in, mm. in the work that you're posting on, on, um, on object. Now these are singular frames from these or what what's going on with with how you're what you're doing there. Uh on object um yeah I usually
1: um I must put it this in context uh, like I started this uh hall o999 sync in Twitter just to uh accompany uh, my FXH account because mm-hmm. uh, like I thought it was good to have some some interface to talk with people. And um, uh, gener- generative algorithm like computer-based uh, digital arts um, are for me uh, visible only in the live context, like you have the code running on your computer, on, on, a, on a processor, and uh, for me it's really here that this kind of experiment uh, have their uh, place their meaning. But uh, sometimes, you, when you run this algorithm, you, you find fascinating images like, wow, how did, how did this simple algorithm made this? And uh, I know that there are a lot of geeks like me and I suppose you uh, that <laughs> loves uh, to see new kind of images. And uh, so on object, I usually publish like etude Which is uh, French for studies. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this particular specific image blew my mind when I see it and I want to share it. And usually I publish them on my Twitter, and sometimes I have people like, hey, you should mean this, or yeah, I want to buy it. Okay, no problem, let's go. And (laughs) this is why this is why this unique collection, the name of my uh, main collection on, on the object is unique because. Usually, it's one uh, specific iteration of an algorithm that, for now, I don't see purpose, or I I don't uh, include this in my practice now. But I find it really interesting, and yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: brings some diversity, also.
0: Yeah, it kind of gives you uh, a little bit of of run for what you're doing too. You know, it allows me it whenever I looked. I mean, personally, I like to kind of see, like, once I see something that catches my eye, I kind of start doing a little digging. And I want to see yeah. a little bit more about, like, what have you, what has this artist done? Why, why, how, why am I interested in this piece right here? You know, what's happening with this person's, uh, uh, um, you know, trajectory? Um, mm-hmm. And I want to know these kinds of things because if I'm going to be in it and I'm going to do something like spend, you know, some, uh, you know, maybe it's not a ton of money, but it's money. Um, on Mm -hmm. something, then I want to know that what I'm spending there, I'm doing, I'm doing it right, you know, and I'm doing, and I'm supporting a person who's actually doing something cool with this, um, and not trying to build something else out of it. (laughs) But anyway, that's a personal thing. And so like when I dig through yours and I was digging through your stuff and I was like, oh man, like this guy's doing some really interesting stuff <laughs> kind of across the board. And then I saw like, okay, I really like this. And then I saw that other people had bought, you You have one piece uh, where it's like a, a star field over a, um, uh, over a, a lake or something with some mountains. In the yeah. Background. A long starry night. A long yeah. Starry night. That's it. And I saw that some of my um, fellow people in the, in the tender uh, group, uh, love that piece and have that piece. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting that these people are also interested in this for different reasons than for what I am, you know, like me, Yeah. I, I thought that piece was cool from a technical perspective because you've got this star moving through the night and it's showing in these reflections. These are all nice, but like, that doesn't, that doesn't nail me, you know, <laughs> like anti-leptin factory yeah. nailed me. And then your etudes, your studies yeah. from these that nailed me, you know? And I was like, Oh, that's really interesting stuff from, from my perspective, you know?
1: Uh, thanks a lot for all these kind words. I I am very happy for the reception I got uh, on all my experiments, like recent, the more recent experiments. And A Long story Night kind of stands out because it's more uh, something I... I made uh, with uh, reference to uh, landscapes in general. I saw, like everybody on FXH, I saw that hey, generative lang- landscapes are the thing, but uh, um, having my technical uh, abilities, uh, I I didn't think making things like that looks like drawings. I'm I'm like, I know WebGL, I know th- uh, 3GS, and I want to make something that's the best I can do about uh, a landscape. So it was uh, just after the James Webb the Space Telescope uh, launch, mm-hmm. and we we received on Earth the first images. And everybody, even people who, what, uh, who are not uh, specifically science-oriented, uh, were like, oh, it's awesome. Look at these stars. and I saw an opportunity uh, in this to make a tribute to all the curious and scientific minds and curious from all uh, research um, fields uh, because in Long Starry Night, like, when you mint it, you, you had a, a name also from a, scientif- a scientist uh, from uh, contemporary or maybe uh, like uh, uh, beginning of time scientist. And for me, each of these stars uh, were, were uh, uh, a tribute to all the curious minds uh, mm-hmm. before us. So it's uh, visually, it's not as uh, striking um, uh, catching uh, the attention uh, because I wanted it to be more like a meditation on this, mm-hmm. on this fact. Mm-hmm. And you have also other mods like you can travel in the stars, and it's fun. Uh, I, I want. I think it's the main purpose of of this kind of uh, interactive or uh, animated experiments. It's to have fun, to reflect, to meditate, to wonder, uh, to stimulate the curiosity. Also, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. That's rad. I mean, yeah, that's cool. That you've actually just now made me want to go back and take a look at it more and kind of think <laughs> <it> through. <laughs> cool. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty good answer. And you know, I I find myself um I find myself when I'm looking at your stuff, it really uh, you know, it really brings me it brings me elsewhere. Like I'm thinking about all kinds of shit when I look at your stuff. It's fascinating. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it doesn't really do kind of like so very often when I look at art, I'm thinking about how the art is made, you know, paintings, or I'm thinking about maybe the subject matter a little bit, but a lot of the time I get a little bit bogged down in the, in the critical aspects of like the art itself versus like, you know, the, the, the meaning behind the piece. And with mm-hmm. yours, like when I'm staring at your stuff, I'm really thinking about like what's going on. You know, <laughs> it's, it's interesting to me that it does that to me. Like, you know, I really, I'm a form. I, I really love formal, abstract, formal stuff. I'm just kind of, that's a, a vibe for me, but with yours, you know, and I normally kind of avoid things with planet shapes or stuff like this, but with yours, I, I feel, I just feel differently about it and I'm not really sure why. And it makes me question myself, which is also cool, you know, and it, I, I like that about it. It's, it's pretty interesting. Do you think about the stars a lot? Are you thinking about astronomy? Are you thinking about like what it means to be on another planet? Or is this more just like a way for you to sort of get like an artistic realm? Uh I think it's a little of of the two reasons, yeah.
1: Uh, It's uh, the star uh, relation is... um, um, How to put this? Um, I have this... All, all the recent stuff is made with particle systems. So uh, uh, it's kinda trivial, evident, uh, that uh, these particles that glow on the on the black screen uh, looks like uh, stars. So going from this, you can uh, elaborate more uh, complex thoughts. But uh, also, yeah, I'm fascinated by space, astronomy, physics in general, and uh, for me, uh, what you said just before is is right. Uh, what I try to to make uh, with my art, it's like uh, create a space where uh, you're in the center of things, um, as a, as a spectator, as a, someone who, who looks at the the thing. Um, you in fact reflect uh, on. You see things that make you think about yourself, our place in the world, in the society, maybe, but also in, in the big schemes, in the big scheme of things, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, I, I know that, uh, personally, I have this quest for meaning, like, I want to understand things, to make connection, to um, find links between uh, fields that are not for, uh, related, uh because that's how i understand things i i make connection and i think that in the space between two ideas um that's a kind of journey uh, you can have with your mind and this journey is very important for me like we don't have time in uh, modern contemporary life uh to stop and meditate, like it's a trendy thing maybe, but I don't think that more than a few percent of population meditates on a daily basis. Uh, art uh, People who like art uh, do it more, I think, but uh, I think the meaning <clears throat> of things uh, uh, appears to us when we try to link uh, non-obvious things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um yeah maybe this um, space and physics stuff is a good uh, good topic for this because it's kind of mysterious like scientists say they know things but in fact they know nothing more that uh, i don't know like religions or spiritualities have found before uh, but uh, but i think it helps uh, in our quest of meaning in my quest of for meaning um to use these topics yeah
0: mm-hmm. so yeah that's interesting the way you said that that scientists don't know anything more than anybody else does right but the thing is they're running these experiments and figure and trying and doing their best to figure it out right i mean at least that's what you said good good scientists ask questions you know instead of giving answers <laughs> and so yeah. that's kind of the point in all of that i think and that's also i think true with good of good artists right good artists are constantly trying to question like why they did what they did, what they're doing next, how they're doing it, you know, like good selling. It's Yeah. Good, good selling artists. Stop asking that question. Maybe <laughs> and think like, ah, there's the answer. I can just do this over and over again and sell a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, from it. That yeah. doesn't mean I'm not saying that, please don't take that as like, don't do the same thing. Oh, you know, don't do that. But like, I mean it more. <laughs> like, there is a, there is, no, it's, a, you know, a thing to it. It's exhausting
1: but uh, as an artist I think like you don't control all of the things that you put in your art like maybe you put some dots on a canvas or some you make some drawing but you can control what the uh, listener or the spectator will see uh, or understand from your works so uh, I took the opposite uh, appla- uh, opposite direction and say okay uh, I don't control Uh, everything that the people receive from this so we need to try to be the best version of ourselves so even what we can control is like kind of good vibes or something that helps or something that is useful for uh, for the soul, for the the mind, for... um, and it's kind of uh, a luxury that artists have Uh, they have time like time to think about things, uh, time to create, and time to improve themselves, Uh, so, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And how do you feel like, I mean, how do you feel people, uh, are you connected to other artists in, 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 in the generative art space? Uh
1: I talk with a lot of people yeah but uh, not really connected uh, like we're friends because I I have never seen no one in in real life yeah Okay
0: um, not even in 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 any way but no when you say when I'm I'm more asking when you talk to them are you talking to them from like technical things or what are you talking what do you, when you talk to them what do you talk about do you ask questions ah. or what's what, what what is it what's going on there
1: um, the techniques uh, is kind of. Uh, mm, I help a lot on uh, the FXH Discord. I try to help uh, when some people have questions because I uh, I, I taught uh, uh, the technologies that I use. I taught them in schools, and so I have this educational background that makes me want to share uh, techniques and. And, uh help people with algorithm questions, simple question about like uh, canvas size or anything oh that's more more the, the question uh, I talk about yeah oh, okay. uh, I don't we uh, I I never had this sort of conversation like we have together uh, about art in general or um yeah because I we don't have spaces for this I think like mm-hmm. it's uh, true it's I think true. about art is it's hard because you need to type all these IDs, and by the voice, it's it's f- feeling easier. And on Twitter, it's harder. You can <laughs> put like one hundred characters, and people are bored and skip your posts. So <laughs>
0: I I avoid to talk too much about things on Twitter. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Have you <laughs> do Have you ever um, Would you do you consider going to Would you consider going to like a meetup if there was like an artist meetup?
1: uh i wouldn't be oppo- opposed to this yeah no uh, i would like to to meet uh, other other artists uh, yeah
0: yeah i mean because like please? whenever you go to things like like do, do you go to art openings um, I worked
1: uh, for 10 years, like uh, the last 10 years I worked for uh, galleries, uh, uh, contemporary art uh, artists and contemporary galleries. Uh, so I, I made a, a couple of these events and met a lot of uh, artists, but more traditional, like digital artists are very rare. Uh, it's kind of uh, maybe a lot of video, video makers, mm-hmm. uh, but uh digital like we all doing on fxh it's never seen nowhere else so i don't even have crossed this kind of people on in real life yeah
0: Mm. did you go to did you go to paris to um art the art basel thing that happened in paris recently
1: i i tried to but the mm-hmm. tickets uh, train tickets were not available because it was the beginning of the holidays i think and something like this so i couldn't i couldn't go mate uh, uh,
0: couldn't get there i couldn't go yeah <laughs> got it I, I was sad I was sad <laughs> yeah that's too bad because those are the places yeah. to meet those people you know um, yeah they're 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 at those they're a lot, well not all of them but some of them go to those places yeah So it's totally worth, you know. You were in Paris? I was not in Paris, no. Um, I was in, uh, I haven't gone to any of these kind of bigger things that, uh, in other cities yet. I kind of, I've been kind of busy. When every single time that something's happened near us, like whenever we had Art Basel over the summer and actually Basel, I was in Texas. (laughs) And then this one in Miami here, like I'm over here in Berlin again, you know, so (laughs) if I had been in Texas, whenever the Miami thing ever happened, I would have just hopped on a plane and gone, gone over there. But coming from here to go there for that, those days, it would have been quite expensive, both monetarily and for my, um, my pocket, you know, for my pocket and my time. So yeah, wasn't going to happen, which is too bad yeah, because but- I'd really like to be at one of these big things and meet a bunch of people and meet collectors as well as artists. I know quite a few artists that come in and out of Berlin um, that live here in Europe, but I don't, meet too many other collectors and every every now and then when I do, it's kind of like a big thing. It's like, oh my God, you do that too? Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: Yeah, fun. I had the most interesting conversation actually with collectors because uh, there are some connoisseurs, there are some people that know uh, like art, traditional art and uh, getting on this space like for more or less time. But uh, I had some really interesting conversation like by uh, private messages or... Uh, and, and collectors are also uh, uh, very interesting to, to, to discuss with because they have the, the love for for the art. So it's always uh, enlightening to talk with people who are passionate.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, absolutely, having conversations with them, is, it, it's actually a totally different game too, you know, because yeah. like when you're talking to a collector about stuff, what I really love is artist collectors because then they kind of yeah. get both sides, you know, <laughs> like a lot of people, <laughs> you know, they use their, um, you know, they use their knowledge as an artist to buy works that they like or respect and other, and, and the other way around, they use their art their knowledge as a collector to end up making better arts at some other point, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I I collect also, I've I started by collecting on FXH, but, uh, I had some breaks at first because some 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 works are not technically uh, uh, finished for me. I think that a lot of of things are not te- technically interesting, even if the idea be, uh, behind is uh, I love. Uh, so uh, I had some breaks at first, but. Now I'm collecting what I like when I see it, I'm like, Oh, mint. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's very interesting to have the, the two, the two hats. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's actually kind of fun too. Cause then you can kind of straddle those lines and have conversations on both worlds and, yeah. and actually be knowledgeable in both ways. I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe like here in the show, I had a group of people come to see the show, uh, like not on the opening, but the next day. And, no, actually, this—they were on the opening, and they were like it was a, a group of guys and a, and a, and, a, and one woman, and the the woman was just she was absolutely floored. She could not get her head around the the works in in the show, and one of the guys clearly knew what was going on and had clearly been collecting on um, FX hash already, and so that's why they were here. But he hmm. didn't want to give. He wasn't like giving any information to. To her and she and he wasn't giving information to me and he was just kind of standing there and so like i just kind of took over and started explaining it to her and her brain was just going boom 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 but, you know, <laughs> she ended up yeah. taking her pen out and writing down the names of the you know she got like really excited then out of there you know and it's like that's interesting that there was this person that brought them all there but then refused to give information about the shit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know crazy yeah it was weird it's,
1: it's- very hard and complex uh, kind of art uh, in the digital media uh, already, and art in general can be kind of elitist, and that's something that I try to escape, because uh, in contemporary art world, in the French scene, uh, there are a lot of uh, self-referencing works, so if you don't know the past uh, art history for 200 years, you don't understand nothing. And... uh, that's something that that I understand that uh, it's satisfying for the mind to um, uh, rely, uh, reference other works. But I also think about like normal people, like I feel I am like a normal people. I watch TV and sometimes I, I see uh, this artwork and I'm like, what's it about? What can someone tell me something? And yeah, uh, I I try to make bridges like uh the uh, talk to everyone at the same time.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I get yeah. that. That's kind of what I'm trying to to do. It's just kind of going down that path. So, if do you have a uh like a favorite artist at the moment? Uh
1: in what kind of art um in General, or just
0: period. Do you have somebody that you think about a lot at the moment? It doesn't have to be like your all time favorite, I just mean, like, like right now, is there somebody that you're thinking about, like, more yeah, regularly? Um, <laughs> um,
1: I have somebody, someone, but uh, if I give the name, it will reveal my uh, uh true uh, personal identity. So, uh, <laughs> um, I, I will uh, talk more about, I don't know, uh, <laughs> uh, because i worked with him so uh yeah <laughs> I, I i'm uh, i worked like uh, a lot on uh, technical and scientific advisory for artists uh, for big, big big names and like uh, these people are very inspiring and when when they when i was working there i was like uh, a newbie in art and they told me things i I don't, didn't understand the why. I thought I I understand and, at the time, but like ten years after, you're still thinking about this sentence or this view this person um, uh, shared with you, and you're like, "Oh, how deep is this?" And
0: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. it's pretty funny that you would say that. so. So, give me your second then. So don't give me your top. Give me your second if you don't. You know, if you if you want to keep your anonymity there.
1: Okay, I need to think a little <laughs> bit. Um, um, maybe yeah. In this moment, I'm am thinking a lot of, about Bill Viola's works. Okay. Uh, not not about the. Uh, in fact, it's funny. I didn't make the link, but uh, I was I was say I was uh, starting to say not on the spiritual. Um, a side of Viola's works. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with... I am, I'm uh, very B-
0: familiar with his work, yeah.
1: Okay, so there are these two sides, I see. Uh, the spiritual, um, uh, mind, psychological uh, stuff that goes on in, in, in his concept, mm-hmm. but also uh, the technicality of the video art. Yeah. And all this technicality, I think, is a great master of time, of Symbols of symbolism uh like transcultural symbolism also, and that's something that interests me a lot because uh yeah, I love transversal uh relations like um between symbolism cultures uh, different cultures uh, different religions different uh philosophies for me there's there are old theories that uh begins with humans and are shared and these ideas evolve but there's something that at, at the ground uh, uh, is connected be, between all of these works and and uh, Bill Viola is a yeah I, I think now uh, to answer your question it's one artist I think a lot
0: about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I think a lot about his I've actually thought about his work a lot over the years as well and I've seen, you know, I, I've seen some pieces that have just been absolutely, I mean, stunning. And then some other ones, they just don't talk to me. Um, but yeah. that's, that's you know, that's, I think, with every artist. I like him a lot. I like Bruce Nauman quite a bit. I think I kind of put them yeah. in the same bucket and walk around yeah, with yeah. those people as people in that bucket. Um, and, I mean, I know Nauman's more, a jo- Nauman's more of a joker, I know, but, you know, it's still a <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit different, but they still kind of grab, I guess they grab me at the same time, so they hit me there say what now
1: yeah um, no man's uh, viola and like uh, from totally different topic but uh, Namjun pike also about oh, yeah. this installations with uh, screens uh, in fact i think i uh, i think a lot about screens now uh, that i'm more uh, engaged more committed in the digital art uh, purely uh, pixelated stuff And I think a lot about um, what kind of dispositive, uh, what kind of installation, how do you uh, consume or do you uh, live with an artwork that is purely digital? And um, yeah, I I imagine collectors that have big screens at at home. And in fact, not at all. Uh, Most collectors I I I talked with uh, have like a a smartphone or a tablet or something. So maybe this reflection is not, uh, uh, is but yeah. It's
0: true. Like, I think most people don't even, I mean, I look at most of my work on my laptop, you know, the majority yeah. of what I see, I see on the laptop. I, I can, what I can run on my smart TV upstairs, I sometimes will put that on, but a lot of stuff is too GPU, you know, intense. And so I can't yeah. really run it, you know, off that thing. And so like... Leander's returns really work really well upstairs because like they're real simple. I can have them on and there it's just, it's like a moving painting in the house. You know, I have a lot of prints though. I have a lot of prints and a lot of paintings and I have a a whole lot of other stuff, but just not the screens. I was talking with Kim about that the other day. Um, uh, Kim Kim Mason about screens. Yeah. We were having a long conversation about it. His current piece that's up at this show that they have here in town right now has a, a frame that has like a—it's just a single metal piece that's holding the the uh, that's holding the whole uh, printed it's image. Screen, yeah. And it's like, it's not a screen per se, but it's like printed on like a plastic thing Ah. that kind of gives it, makes Ah, it look like a screen. And then it's just like holding it from the top with this like metal notch, like the way that the top of an iPhone has that metal notch or has that little notch out of it. And that's the whole frame is that thing. It's interesting because it's really like when he was explaining it to me, he's like, when it's vertical, you really notice it. And he's like, but when it's like this, because he's got it horizontal at the moment, then it's like a thing that he developed himself. Um, and so, okay. yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool shit. Like what he's, when he's doing, what he's got there, and how he's like really talking about it. his whole entire life is like being looking at a screen. So thinking about yeah. screens is natural, you know. <laughs> and seeing like figuring out ways to put the screen in the piece, even whenever it's a printed thing, is is also natural. Fascinating. Do you have a big screen yourself?
1: Uh, I would like to have a bigger one, actually. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stuffed. I, uh, I worked with I work with a three screen setup for uh, like uh, programming, mm-hmm. and uh, when I want to see it bigger, I go on my TV and put some casting streaming video and look how oh it looks uh, on bigger screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have like a Samsung frame or no? I know. <clears throat> oh, I would love this. I man. <laughs> 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 they're incredible. Uh, TZ. They're, you you have some at the galleries, no? I have two of them, yeah. Here, well, they're neither of them yeah. are mine though. One of them belongs to um, TZ Connect, um, which okay. is an arm of the uh, an arm of the Tezos Foundation, I guess, or maybe they're connected to them. Some I don't know what they do. They do some business stuff here, um, and okay. TZ Connect happens to have a bunch of these, and um, so they let me borrow one, and then um, to- you mi- will never. Just in the back <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna lose my i'm gonna lose my phone tomorrow i'm just saying, oh i don't know i just lost all your info sorry <laughs> no. no and the, the other one is from toymento he actually Toy, toymento and auntie um and had a show at um louisa catucci's gallery here in, around the corner and toymento has one of these big 50 some 55 inch or whatever it is um frame and he let me borrow the other one and auntie knew how to plug it in and set it up so he came here and did that and it and it looks fantastic and runs incredibly well so i'm really lucky yeah. to have people i'm lucky to have people around who have samsung frames and let me borrow them <laughs> and trust me enough to, to let me have it for for a little while
1: <laughs> yeah so it's it's very interesting this topic um because all this digital art is like made with uh rgb pixels and uh, from the contemporary uh, or traditional art, we we think with uh, a substra- subtractive uh, um, uh, color mix. And now uh, with digital art, we can add light. And it's very interesting to um, come from zero light, like it's black and you have something that appears and you can make images that move, and it's crazy. It's awesome we live in this time. I I love and I want to explore all these possibilities that uh, the technology enables.
0: Yeah, Yeah, me too. I think it's really Mm -hmm. fun that we have the opportunity to do that. Do you think about your collectors whenever you're making your work? Um, No,
1: not not when I'm researching, yeah. But... uh, just at the last moment when I need to find the final shape or final um, software because we are creating software in fact uh, technically it's a a soft that will be used by uh, users and um, yeah I think like uh, making these uh, URL friendly Things that you can uh, put settings. So if you don't like the color, or if you want to run it forever, or I add some settings like this. But uh, usually it's in the last technical part. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, but no, um, but what I'm saying when you think about your collectors, in that, are you thinking about like, like what they're gonna dig, or are you thinking about like, I'm making this piece because I know that. Um, that there's a specific collector base that's going to buy this like you said that when, like when you made the um for example when you said you made um a starry starry night long and starry night yeah. you said you were thinking about how the meta on fx hash at that time was mm. about landscapes are you think where you do you think about that often i'm going to make this because i think people are going to buy it or are you thinking like oh, i'm just going to make this because i want to make this and maybe people will buy it uh, i'm I'm really fresh uh,
1: in this space, So I'm really experimenting a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe for a long starry night here, yeah, is there was this uh, uh, relation to past uh, uh, enthusiasm for landscapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course i'm it's fascinating to see algorithms that generate uh, spaces, uh, like uh, natural spaces, and it's uh, kinda magical for a lot of people but uh, 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 for lots of my experiments I'm, I'm more uh, thinking about uh, my goal or my question I, I try to develop and uh, yeah collectors uh, uh, I, I think of them more when when people Finally, collect things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm experimenting a lot, and and you can have flops. Like, oh, okay, I saw this ID was a genius ID, and uh, nobody saw it like this. So no, you can't. You can't. um, You can't control what uh, people will collect or love. Or it's okay. It's part of the part part of the game and part of the fun also because. Experimentating when you have a bad outcome, it's also a good and interesting outcome.
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely, and and that's it. Like you kind of got to look at it and find out like what's good or what's bad about something, and you either improve on it or you just say, "No, fuck it, it's done." Like yeah. I mean, or throw it out. <laughs> like, yeah, that you know that <laughs> happens to far too few people. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um but in fact, uh, I'm. I'm like now sad to have
1: burned uh, the remaining editions for a lot of for my first tokens because um, I I just burned them because some collectors were like hey if you reduce the supply it will uh, allow us to yeah and you have a, a lot of pressure from these markets uh, related things and. Uh, like, I'm, I'm no one, I'm anonymous, I, I, just, uh, I just publish things on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I think the love that I get on this social network is, for me, uh, very important because uh, you have, like, a, an immediate uh, return, feedback on what what you do and how people perceive uh, it. Um, but it's uh, the same with collectors, like, sometimes... You, 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 you shouldn't uh, be so much uh, thinking about the reception of things.
0: Mm. Talk to me more about that, because we talked a little bit beforehand um, about mm-hmm. how the, the perceptions of the, the market sometimes... It, it, this is kind of what I was aiming at more, was the perception of the market sometimes uh, is not maybe is not the healthiest thing for an artist, because they're thinking about that, and they're thinking about what to make for them instead of making something for themselves. Talk to me a little bit more about like what we were talking about earlier, if you don't mind. Um, Like, lay that out. (laughs) Um, Yeah,
1: I think uh, for me as a collector, not as an artist, uh, if I add the money to buy the most expensive stuff, doesn't mean I will do. Uh, I just collect what I love. And I think uh, that's the a sane way of um, living with art it's like uh, you you put art in your house that you like mm-hmm. and uh, when it comes to investment or financial or trading stuff because uh, the NFT space is like uh a mix of uh, the crowd in this space are a mix of collectors from trading uh, from cards, like you know, magic uh, cards yeah. or something, that uh, or sports cards. Or uh, you have uh, traders, you have uh, uh, connoisseurs of art that are like uh, uh, not clever enough, but uh, that are uh, curious enough to go in this niche we are we are evolving in. And uh, they, a lot of people get easily burned by like the hype, the marketing, uh, even on the social networks, you can be uh, psychologically uh, challenged mm-hmm. uh, by the pressure and uh, and all this stuff like uh, the fear of missing out, of the greed. or And I think that's something that we need to get rid of, uh, at least to uh, rejoin to average with the uh, contemporary art world where these things exist also. So uh, because it, it brings a, a bad light on the artists that just want to share their, their art and show them and for me, the, the space is, the, is incredibly uh, interesting about this, that you're nobody from nowhere, from, I don't know, some um, not known Internet. country, and you put things on the same level that anyone else. And if, if it connects, if you find someone that, that loves what you do, because there is... Uh, obviously, people that think the same way that you think, or that are linked or connected to your process, and uh, for me, it's a very, very uh, uh, open and and uh, engaging space. But uh, the thing like spam on Twitter, when you have uh, these uh, bots everywhere that spams NFT things, uh, brings a very bad light and uh, on 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 this topic i have friends that uh, love and collect uh, contemporary art and they look at nft space like oh that's only for gambling or for investing or I, I i love art i don't go in this space mm-hmm. but when you go behind you, you meet a lot of real artist with processes with thoughts with souls with um, with something to bring uh, with some value to bring that is not uh, only financial but uh, mostly human value and south value yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's true i mean i think you know like we were talking earlier that there's sometimes you know marketing gets in the way right and sometimes we, <laughs> we get caught up in this and it's you know whatever it is what it is this is this is the thing but it's this is why a lot of people are skeptical of the space right because yeah very yeah marketing gets in the way in the real art world too of course it's just what happens it's just people but because of the hyper financialization of it marketing ultimately in this space plays a much larger role towards building momentum because of the yeah. sh- the sheer small number of people who are doing it participating in it it t- doesn't take many to start building a wave, right? <clears throat> so when the marketing is just touches just enough of a large you know thing you end up with a critical mass quite quickly because it doesn't doesn't need to touch a whole lot of people, you know? And yeah. it just needs to touch a percentage of them in order to make it go. And I think that that's again you know, a product of the, of, of the success of this, which is awesome. And I'm really happy that these, that this has created this ability for you to make money from doing this thing that you like and that you're interested in doing. I think that that's a fantastic effect of all of this, but it's also the problem. It's also what leads us into these problem areas as well, because there's a lot of people out there who aren't, really you know they saw this the other day and somebody said anybody can be an artist and they took that literally you know <laughs> and they jumped into it and 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 yeah. they you know coded up some squares and some lines and they're like you know fuck it i'm gonna charge 10 tes for this and maybe somebody buys it and then they, you know who knows what happens It's kind of that part is a little bit more luck um on some level yeah. but then other times it's like they, it's a well thought through plan. I know if I do this thing, I'm going to appeal to these people, and these people are going to, you know, push this over the top in this way. Yep. And so, I don't know, man. I don't know. Some of these things Aye. are things that are maybe work themselves out. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I'm, I'm believing that this will have uh, average down uh, kind of quickly when uh, more people when uh, will. Uh, come and uh, because for me uh, this tokenization of art is very interesting uh, for the economy of culture like uh, we all have this idea of uh, the striving artist genius that uh, lives uh, uh, that have no money to live and uh, he's a genius but a, he hasn't been recognized by by a market or something and I hope that um, this openness that everyone can uh, go and make art um, will try to, will uh, meet with the effectiveness of markets. like uh, if you have enough participants in a market, um, the true financial value of things uh, appear kind of naturally uh, um, bring apart the uh, diverse manipulations that are common in finance, but I think it will, uh, it can help a lot of creators to live from their creation uh, and it takes time. So I'm not uh, worrying too much about this. I'm more focusing on what's good, what I see that I love and me trying to create things that I love first and meeting people that, uh, that likes it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a, I think that that's really the only thing that we can do here is that, you know, as people that are operating within this space, you know, we can think of ourselves as being the market or we can think of ourselves as people operating within this space that are trying to advance the space as best we can in order to mm. create um, the possibility for more artists to be paid from doing what they do and giving us the kind of dopamine we hit, we get whenever we get a good piece, you know, from them. And so maybe perhaps that there's like, there's a, like you said, an average down to that, or maybe it's an average up to it based on the amount of people that come into it. I don't know, however you want to look at that, but there has to be some way of bringing it together, you know, like maybe it's a little bit out of hand at moments. And then at other moments it's like, man, are people going to join this space again? (laughs) You know, (laughs) is it just going to be us selling it to each other back and forth? You know, like how do we feel here about this? So, yeah uh,
1: i don't know i know that for digital art it's very interesting um, way of um, uh, collecting art because uh, usually you have this usb key with your video you bought at the gallery and you go home and nobody see, uh, see it anymore the good thing about uh, the open collections that uh, it you don't have to buy it Uh, to enjoy it and I I love this I go and uh, see pieces like uh, out of my uh, range (laughs) and uh, I love them and it's enough you don't uh, you're not obliged to uh, collect it to enjoy it also and it's like an open collection It's something that uh, for me is very uh, revolutionary Mm -hmm. Uh, because uh, you have all these uh, art collectors from the traditional art that have boxes, storages, and you don't see the works anymore and because they are trying to just collect and hold things and nobody sees it anymore mm-hmm. and and the other thing is that um, um, oh god I lost it um, uh, yeah no. I think <laughs> I love maybe, messing know, I'll tell
0: you I th- I'll tell you what I think like the you you're right about that a lot of big collections are just in boxes in in, in storage facilities and no yeah. one's ever going to see them not even the people who own them i was today at a guy <clears throat> this a, 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 a guy who was a doctor for 50 years and who has been making art throughout all this time. And he's never really shown. He's shown, he said he's been in like two, taking part in two exhibitions in his entire life. And he's got like 50 years worth of art that he's wow. been making. And then he's also so, like, his parents were collectors and his parents' parents were collectors. And so in, wow. his, in his house, He's just got some crazy shit. And I went in and I was like, oh, my God, this is a, <laughs> your place is like for real. And you've got like all this real stuff everywhere. And I was like really blown away. And his work is also completely legit, you know, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. And I'm super happy that you have all this art out. And then he says, oh, yeah, I'll show you my storage facility. He had probably <laughs> three times that in his attic yes. in this like storage yeah. heap build. And like I was like, do you ever go through this stuff? And he said, mm, I did at one point i I cataloged it also that whenever I die because I'm old that my kids can listen can can easily find this stuff know what we paid for it when we bought it, etc cetera, etc cetera. Oh. and then he pulls these things out he's got four of those binders packed yeah. with just stuff that's in his personal collection <laughs> so we see this a
1: lot uh, yeah in in Swiss in Switzerland, for example, you have this porfranc which is yeah. uh, a big building with a thousand square meters of boxes with uh, the most expensive and most uh, uh, exciting art uh, you can have, but nobody sees it. So uh, it's a pain, yes, it's a shame, but I think for for, for artists who uh, took the energy to create this and it's not shown. And uh, that was my second thought. It's like, I think we live in crazy, complex, very uh, stressful times. Uh, very We are solicitated by a lot of uh, stimulations from everywhere. It can be the society, the politics, uh, the social networks, uh, the career, uh, the difficulty of just living in 2022. And mm-hmm. I think art is a very... Uh, important thing uh, to help us and to heal and to open perspectives and to widen our already their perspectives and I think it open collections also uh, helps with this like sharing more art seeing more art like uh, sharing uh, pictures on Twitter on Instagram and I think it's something we, we, we see more art and That's something that I'm very happy about.
0: Yeah, that's what's really awesome is I really love that recently we see art all the time everywhere. You know, Instagram is packed with art. Twitter is packed with art. Like maybe we live in an echo bubble where we're packing our stuff with art, which is also, you know, true. But like we, I think more people are getting into it because of this. And that's pretty great. Hey, man, this has been awesome. This has been a really great chat. I've really enjoyed it but
1: yeah me too <laughs> we're running
0: to the last <laughs> we're running to the last mile here and i've got to got to got to get get uh, up and moving so i've i really appreciate having you on i'm excited to see the trajectory of where you're heading and what you're doing and i'm really excited for what you've just posted today i think it looks really cool um, thanks for, <laughs> cool yeah thanks for being on and thanks for
1: inviting me and allowing to talk about this. It was a really, really nice chat, and I hope we do it uh, again, uh, maybe offline. Or yeah,
0: maybe something. like uh, maybe over like a glass of wine or something. Maybe I'll come up. Ah,
1: here. with pleasure.
0: Yeah, that would be fantastic. Hey, thanks a lot, folks, yes. for taking a listen here today. It's been uh, real fun talking to uh, Hal0999. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, like I said, there's a nice little donate button you can press, or you can donate to... The uh, Tez address at I don't like podcasts. Thanks a lot. Talk to you guys soon.